0: Perfect. 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 Welcome to Faithful Purpose. I am your host Jamel Deal and if it's your first time tuning in, I want to say I'm glad you chose to be a part of the FWP gang. And I hope and pray that you return. So my returning FWP gang family, I'm back with episode 28, Faith and Actions Together Leads to Righteousness. When you get a chance, go back and check out the previous episodes. Don't forget to follow me on all major social media platforms. Hope everybody's doing well and staying safe. Now let's get to it. We have some good discussions in the book of Philippians and in this series we are talking about the book of James. James is focused on godly behavior much like Proverbs. This book is a call to action. I created faith with purpose to allow us to take each message and apply them to our own life to live a life more like Christ every day. So we have made it. We are here and I want you guys to understand that this is the season finale for season one. And this is episode 28, like I said, and I'm super ecstatic, super excited to get this episode aired to you guys and I'm looking forward to some feedback and seeing how you guys feel about it. But um, at the same time, hoping you guys are here to get your word and also f- to fellowship and to, you know, help motivate each other and keep each other, you know, up to beat. You know what I mean? Keep each other motivated and uplifted. So here we go. James chapter 2, verse 21 26. This right here, I had to discuss with you guys, and I feel like this is a good way to end the season. So uh, it reads, was not our father Abraham considered righteous for what he did when he offered his son Isaac on the altar? You see that his faith and his actions were working together, and his faith was made complete by what he did. The scripture was fulfilled that says Abraham believed God and it was credited to him as righteousness, and he was called God's friend. You see that a person is considered righteous by what they do and not by faith alone. In the same way was not even Rahab, the prostitute, considered righteous for what she did when she gave lodging to the spies and sent them off in a different direction. As the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without deeds is dead. Now Rahab, thats a, is it Rahab? Rahab? I know that um, Rahab, I know that I don't say a lot of the Bible names correctly. But uh, trust me, they had some names names back then, man, I promise you. But uh, so let's go ahead and get into the discussion. Uh, Like I said, that was James uh, chapter 2, verse 21 through 26. And um, James was able to illustrate that faith without works is dead uh, by using the example of Abraham when he offered his son on the altar. So it started off by saying that, and then, uh, which that showed that faith and actions together can lead to righteousness. So it showed that already, like right off the bat, it showed you that. So he was even considered, you know, a friend of God because his faith was complete. Now, James illustrated, you know, that faith without works is dead by using the prostitute, right? Giving lodging to some spies and then sending them off in a different direction. Now, his illustration makes it clear that a person is considered righteous by what they do, And not on just faith alone. It's crazy because Paul tells us we are justified by faith alone. And James tells us our works prove our faith. Isn't that a contradiction? Like, is that really a contradiction though? Like, I want you to actually think about that. And we would have to say, you know, it depends on who's asking. And like I said, that this is my opinion about it, you know, and that's just how I perceived it, right? So there is a way to perceive things, and to me, it matters how you perceive the difference between Paul and James. And uh, we know that Paul was in prison, and his circumstances required him to have pure faith. We know that, and it was his faith that got him through the struggles and the tough times. And as believers, we deal with this daily, and we may think that because we have faith that everything will just be just fine, right? So if you're stuck You know, in a Paul-like situation, then just having faith may justify things for you, right? And then James, on the other hand, a servant of God, tells us that works proves our faith. When you are being called to action, trust me, you will know it, right? It would be challenging to most, uh, but to acknowledge, you know, the contradiction between Paul and James, you must do good works along with having faith. So James said that as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without deeds is dead. And I'm just a believer, you know, trying to find a way closer to God. So if there's anyone else who struggles with everyday life like I do, you can see how Paul and James thoughts on faith and works can be contradictory. You can see that like you you can't like really just disagree with it being contradictory, but you kind of like see it on both sides you know what i'm saying and so we all deal with that to where we see like oh we got to have this faith of the of a mustard seed and then you got to be like oh well we have to do good works and good deeds as well but those two combined together is so much better and you'll get so much out of it and god would actually show you you know how great your life is by doing both together right so they argue for james you know that abraham was righteous for offering his son on the altar So let's get back into that about Abraham, right? And so I was asked, like, "What my response be to that? And my response to that would be uh, that Abraham was made a believer and he did what he had to do in order to show that he trusted God, even if it meant offering his son. Now, I mean, he also did it because of the amount of faith that he had in God. And so it's like it showed that works and faith together play an important role in our salvation And so it took me back to Ephesians chapter two, eight through nine. And uh, it says that for it is by grace, you have been saved through faith. And this is not from yourselves. It is the gift of God, not by works so that no one can boast. So I said that God created us to do good works and we have been saved through faith. And I'll say this again. We have been saved through faith, guys. God created us to do good works. He created us to do good deeds. He created us to be good people. And some people aren't great people. Some people aren't here for people. Some people don't support people. Some people don't motivate people. But that's OK. The reason I'm saying it's OK, because, like I said, they may have faith, but they may not have good works. And so, you know, it's vice versa for some people. Some people may have good works, but they don't have good faith. So, you know, um, we can't do it ourselves, though. That's the main thing we need to focus on is that we need to realize that we can't do it ourselves and we need to understand that it is a gift from God, period. And now, what I'm talking about right there is life. I'm talking about it's a gift from God to be able to be ourselves and to actually learn how to have faith and also do good works. It's a privilege, right? It's it's always, you know, a gift to be able to do that. And so in my life, you know, I have to always put a little twist into it because I want you guys to see how this this can be relatable and it can happen to any one of us. Right. So in my life, I try to remain positive and practice, you know, having good faith. And so uh, I'm one of those guys that's going to always try to find something positive out of every situation. And even like right now, you know, with COVID happening and, you know, Programs getting shut down, athletics getting shut down. Like, it's kind of, like, hard for me to remain positive because that is my outlet. That is, the, you know, that's what I love to do the most is coach. And so that I feel like that's been taken away from me. But, you know, I have good faith that, you know, everything that's happening is happening for a good reason. And like I said, I'm going to continue to do good works. You know, I'm going to continue to try to meet with my athletes, continue to try to do anything that I can do virtually to make sure that we can still, you know, perform, you know, and still be able to not miss a beat. Um, but you know, who knows these days kids don't they don't work out as much as they should be, but hopefully that we will get that together. But let me get back to this. So honestly, you know, that is why I created Faith with Purpose, guys. And so with this being the last episode of season one, you know, I wanted to do something positive for others, you know, and that's why I created this whole thing, you know, from the beginning. It was never about me. It was never about, you know, I, I want likes or anything like that. It was never about me, you know, trying to, to compare my life to anybody else's. It was more so of, like, me being bold, stepping out on, you know, stepping out on faith and actually doing something outside of my comfort zone. And, like I said, I'm a very quiet person. I don't talk to many people. You know, I stay to myself. Uh, I, will, I consider myself to be a cool introvert. And so, like, I gave myself that name, you know, not too long ago because that's exactly what I am or what I feel like I am. But, you know, I never thought, though, you know, that I would have, you know, made it this far in life. No, of course, if it wasn't for God's grace and mercy. So that's who I have to give it up to. And that's why I do what I do. And that's why I continue to, you know, hit the record button and, you know, step out of my comfort zone and, and deliver, you know, I guess you can call it the word and deliver some motivation to people. You know what I mean? Because I, I once was motivated and like I say, it motivated me to do this. And so God pushed me in this direction. But saving faith has been, you know, it's been talked about a lot on faith of purpose and I believe that deep down inside all of us you know we possess it. you know we all have you know saving faith deep down inside of us you know it's it's up to us to let it you know flow and let it come out of us you know and uh so we just have to accept the challenge of you know of stepping away from our worldly behaviors. You know, just so we can reach, you know, the kingdom and and reach the promised land to where we're supposed to be, you know. And so we must experience doing good works for God and not have selfish ambition. And we must keep our faith and spirits uplifted because, as James said, the body without the spirit is dead. So faith without these is dead. Don't be dead in this alive world by not doing good works and having saving faith. What does that even mean? what are you talking about bro like (laughs) i know i can hear i can like hear that i could see people saying right now what 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 does that even mean let me break it down for you real quick so we are created in the image of christ but if our spirit is dead because we don't have faith then our works wouldn't even matter so think about that real quick i'm gonna let you think about it now we must be alive spiritually and love and honor god's will for us because like i said he's in control we have to know that he's in control we have to have faith that he's in control. But while we having that faith, we got to make sure that we're doing good works on the other side to make sure that we meet in the middle and we have that relationship with him. So, I mean, I'm just thinking about all of the things that I've been through in my life and, you know, how I'm sitting in this position today. It's kind of like, you know, just having faith and doing in good works. God would always put you in position to where he wants you to be. And you shouldn't even have to question it. You know, you just I know we do. Don't get me wrong. I know we do question it, but you shouldn't have to question it because you should already understand that you've done your good works. Right. You kept your faith. You prayed about it. And then, you know, it came to you tenfold. You got everything that you ever asked for. And like I said, some people get things that don't ask for And you'd be looking like, God, I, I didn't ask for this. But, hey, I appreciate it, big homie. You know, I appreciate it. I appreciate you looking out for me. You know what I mean? But we have to be grateful. You know what I'm saying? He showed us so much mercy. You know, he's he's forgiven us. But before we leave, guys, you know what I'm saying? I'm super excited to just say um, a huge thank you and a shout-out to everybody who has made this thing possible. And um, thank you for everybody who let me use them in my, you know, analogies or whatever. And thank you to everybody who has um, reached out with kind words. I really appreciate you guys. But before we go, what are some simple but concrete faith steps you could take today to force yourself out of your comfort zone and into a position where you have no choice but to rely on God? And this right here, this question, I've heard it several times before, and my answer, it has changed over the years, and it has changed every time this question is asked to me, because I feel like when you growing closer to God, it's like you'll start to see what, you know, what your life is shaping up to be. And, you know, you start to get out of those comfort zones because God has given you the confidence to do so. And so, like I said, that's like I said, it starts with the faith and it starts with your works, your good works. And then make sure that you continue to, you know, let God know that you love him and you know just continue to show him that every single day all right and he'll continue to work in your life i hope this message helps someone today and i hope that you can share this message with a friend or a family member uh don't hesitate to reach out to me on any of the social media platforms for prayers for those suggestions we be talking about all the time uh topics that you want to talk about and uh like i said this is very key to season two and uh all the interviews collaborations that i'm looking forward to doing Um, Like I said, I'll be reaching out to some people here real soon to make sure that we can lock it in. So um, thank you for tuning in, FWP gang. I love you. God loves you. And that's Fights. Peace. mm